This week's show is brought to you by Miracle Made. Alright, now you guys, Brad and Alex, you know I like a lot of things, but I'm going to reveal a little bit about myself here. I really like sleeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm like, it's, oh, yeah. A, it's in my top three. Of it's a great I thing enjoy. to do. Wait, hang on. Eating, sleeping, and? Sleeping. Again. Okay. It's, All right. it's it's mostly sleeping, then eating, then sleeping Got again. Got it, yes. Got sleep, it. get up, eat, then you get back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. If I could eat while I'm sleeping, I would probably do that, too. Sleep, eat, sleep, repeat. Got it. Yes. And luckily for me, Miracle Made has sheets just for me. Because did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? And I'll tell you what I don't like, sleeping on a damn toilet seat. I would rather sleep in some nice sheets. I don't know, man. Have you tried it? Unfortunately, yes. And it's not my style. I won't ask you to elaborate. (laughs) Inspired by those punks at NASA, Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. It has self-cooling properties. The sheets that are infused with this silver prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets, and no more gross odors. Only the best odors in my sheets. You can go to trymiracle.com slash nextlander to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo nextlander at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to miracle.com slash nextlander and use the code nextlander to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash nextlander to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Nextlander podcast. I give thanks to everybody for joining us in this year lead-up to the United States Thanksgiving. America Thanksgiving is happening. I'm sure there are similar Thanksgiving-ish things in other countries. I don't know. Well, there I is at least know. in Canada. The Canadian Canadian Thanksgiving has come and gone. Uh, happy yes. Canadian Thanksgiving belated ca- thanks can uh, Canada Canadian Canadian Thanksgiving. Can I can't you, you really can't combine the Canada no, you can't. Thanksgiving. It doesn't work. I thought, thought we were about to talk about Connecticut Thanksgiving. Connecticut which... Thanksgiving is a place, is a ho- special holiday. Alex Navarro, have uh-huh. you ever been to Connecticut? I Okay, does driving through it repeatedly and also being on Amtrak repeatedly when the train has passed through Connecticut count? Have you set foot in Connecticut? I ate, I've eaten at a diner a couple of times in Connecticut because it's on the way to PAX East. That counts. Is, is, is right. Connecticut New England? Yes. Oh boy. Is New York New England? No. Really? I, I no. Disagree. I, where does where does Connecticut 
We've done we, we've done this. Tri-state no, we, I versus feel like Connecticut. we've done some version yeah. of this conversation yeah. before, but they, so the basic gist is uh, at the uh, Vermont Connecticut line. That is where New Ed- New England ends. Oh, that's that's fine. That's fine. I was I, I just trying to think of a label to lump all of you under because I wanted this. I'm, let's just say the Northeast. We're northeast. the Northeast. We're the tri-state northeast. area. Yeah, the, the North. Yeah. I, I just don't. Where does Connecticut land on the pantheon of northeastern states? Oh wow. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. If we're ranking the okay. total northeast, well, we're going to uh, get some people. This is very unfair because I've only been uh-huh. to. There's one at least one of these states I think I've never actually been to. Okay, here we go. Uh, no, I have actually. Now that I think about it, I have been to all of them. Um, what's I your southern? What's your southernmost? Are we doing Mason Dixon line for this? Like, well, how far um, are we going? Is Delaware in there? Yeah, like Probably. how far down are we going? This is okay. Well, Delaware's fa- your bottom. <laughs> Whoa, that's establishing Damn. the floor right there. That was definitive, <laughs> dude. Delaware is a place you incorporate; it's not a place you live. Okay, uh, and are we going west until Pennsylvania, or is in Pennsylvania included in the Northeast? I think Pennsylvania is as far west as it goes. Okay, all right, let's hear it. All right, so Delaware is at your floor. Sorry, Delaware. Uh-huh. Uh I'm only putting Rhode Island under there just because I still don't think Rhode Island should actually be a state. I think by now, if if you know. If the United States were a body, Massachusetts and, and Connecticut would have absorbed it by now. Okay. Mm. Oh, okay. They gave us they gave us Lincoln Chafee and the saga of thirty eight studios. That's true. You're right. So it should actually be at the bottom. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there's that. Again, this is just my rankings. I want to oh, emphasize yeah, this right now. None of this is definitive. No, this is everybody's. I probably put New Hampshire uh, just a step okay. above. Okay. okay. They do have the. They have good arcades there. But then okay. there's the whole live free or die thing, which is uh-huh. not as eh. you have just tread on them. And then I'd probably put. I don't know. I hold Maine and Connecticut in roughly similar esteem, despite the fact that they are very different places. Uh huh. God, I'm going to get so many angry emails about this. <laughs> uh huh. I don't uh-huh. know. I thought Pennsylvania was all right. I think Maryland has some cool places. Uh huh. Maryland's uh, Maryland's a very like. Um. I like Maryland Baltimore. has a lot of different biomes, you know, if like yes. uh, if, if Maryland were a video game, it would be pretty good because it has like a, a lot of different zones. Dude, I think. In- OK, I I'm looking at a map right now. Uh huh. What's dense? Weird. Weirdly, the, my sense of geography above the Mason Dixon is almost non-existent. OK. And everything below there, like I like the back of my hand. Well, um, it's a lot harder up. There. Everything is tiny and just the lines are a mess up there. I. Fucking, I had, why, why had I forgotten or ever knew that parts of Virginia are kind of latitudinally the same as New Jersey? Dude, Northern Virginia might as well, should in fact be its own state, probably. Like, like in my, in my, in my brain, New Jersey is like a thousand miles north of Virginia. Oh, oh, oh. Not, yeah, not a thousand, but yeah, like yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm looking at like, I, what? New Jersey is also a, a, a weird one. Like it, it's, it's got a weird, um situational spots new jersey also very different from north to south and and east central west. for that matter yeah yeah it's a it's a weird one and also pine barren sometime it might as well be in a different country <laughs> <laughs> like new york has a weird shape and then jersey kind of fits in there in a, in a weird way yeah uh i okay see, at this point yeah. i i feel like most of these states i hold uh-huh. in roughly similar esteem i'm not going to say one is definitive where's ma- jersey fall jersey's like in the high middle high middle yeah it's not okay. I thought you'd put. It's not New like York top two or three for me, but it's whoa. like. Okay, what's your number one? I mean, I I really like New York. New York's pretty great. Okay, and I'm not just number? talking about New York City. I like various parts. Of, I think Buffalo is a cool city. Uh-huh. I've been to a bunch of places that are are in various parts of New York. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
you know, I'm probably not going to go out of my way to go hang out in Binghamton, but like, okay. there's but plenty maybe, of places I can go where I but like. Maybe New York. Rochester. Sure. Uh, so how uh, how about um, how about the uh, um, New Jersey New York just combined? You know, like new, number one and one B. How about that? Sure, I can go with that. <laughs> we'll just tag like the rest of the time. Yeah. We'll just tag along with uh, New York. I liked my time in Boston. I don't rank Massachusetts super high on that list. Just be, I, it is definitely the most New England state, but it is not my favorite. You're running I, out of states. What's your th- top three? I don't know. Pro- I, I really like Vermont. And Vermont's right. Vermont's yeah. really nice. I mean, yeah. it, Vermont and New Hampshire are kind of indistinguishable from each other, like, geography-wise, but, like, yeah. very different cultures. Um, mm-hmm. And Pennsylvania ranks fairly high, mostly just because I like Philly and I like my Philly people. Okay. I like my Pittsburgh people, too, actually. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. See, we, we clearly have very different methodologies <laughs> here, because I think I would have gone entirely on food. Okay. I mean, New York is probably the best food city, one of the best food cities in America. Well, that's, that's not fair, though. New York yeah, City what I mean. is, is a bubble. Yeah. Jersey's pretty good. You got you to gotta average across the whole state. There's some real good food in Philly I've had. I've, I've had some very good meals in Philly. I've had some very good meals in New Jersey. Boston, Boston has amazing seafood. I'm not sure I loved a lot of the other food that I had there. Weirdly hard to get good pizza in Boston. I don't know why. Huh. I don't know if I've spent a lot enough time in New Hampshire to say like cuisine wise. I'm, yeah, again, I don't probably know. seafood, but I you know I think I've had a meal in New Hampshire, and I don't think that's enough of a of sample size. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, yeah. look, Maryland also has the seafood. They got those crabs. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. For as long as we still have crabs, uh-huh. Maryland has crabs. Maryland yes. has crabs. They should oh, no. see a doctor. Okay. Okay, I did it. I did. Moving it. on. Yeah, I did. You, you, you finally you came on the title of this podcast. Fantastic. Yeah, that's great. That's uh, the title of this podcast. Charm City, baby. It's either the title of this podcast or a Big Johnson T-shirt. Great. Mm-hmm. We've done it. We've done it. Uh, Brad Shoemaker, are you doing all right over there? I'm doing fairly well. Fairly if you hear well. some hammering uh, going on, some banging, mm-hmm. um, it's a it's an adjacent apartment, big city yes. living construction north of here, and by north I mean upstairs. <laughs> you know. Literally, big man. Up. yeah, big man, big man doing some. It's just, it's just angels bowling. That's, that's what right. it is. Uh, we are here today to talk about some video games as we lead into, like I said at the top of the show, we have a kind of a shorter week with the holidays upon us, and by holiday, I mean Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about High on Life, a game Alex saw. We have a, a Warhammer, some 40k Dark Tide, a game we played. Little touch-ins, uh, check base with Pentiment, and I finished God of War Ragnarok, and we'll have a spoiler-free discussion of that later on. Uh, let's kick it off with High on Life. Let's start. Oh boy, what? Come on, give it. Okay, uh, All right. oh, <sighs> it's you uh, pantomiming, smoking weed Drugs. with a lighter mm-hmm. and a bowl. Now, yeah. to my understanding, that is not how people really smoke weed anymore. Right. It's Wait, a lot of edibles and vapes these days. Yeah, I guess you're right. Are you a bowl yeah. guy? How do you seem like? I was a bowl and bong guy or growing bong. up, absolutely. I could, yeah. Okay, I could see. I could see. But I had like split. a little little like ceramic one-hitter that I used to carry mm-hmm. around with me as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, did it look like a cigarette? Like a little sh- cigarette, the one-hitter? No, I mean, it looked like a weed pipe, but it was just okay. kind of like I, I knew a guy who made ceramic things, and so he made this ceramic pipe and was like you know gave them to all his friends so also when you when you live in san francisco they just give you it's part of the welcome package (laughs) with your driver's license part of it's part of the gift basket they yes would you like to register to the vote and also here's your one hitter uh 
Do you feel like, Alex, Mm -hmm. if I were to rifle through your childhood, let's say, teen room somewhere or shoebox or whatever, whatever thing you have stored with, like, first of all, absolutely not. If I were Mm -hmm. with concert tickets and whatever else in it that you the memorabilia box, would I find random screens in that box? You might find at least a couple. You would probably also find some very dried out shake at the bottom of that bag as well. That had been there for some time. And what is the oldest weed you would smoke? Oh, gross. Uh, I mean, I have dri- I have smoked weed that is months old, but it is kept in an air sealed jar. So it's generally pretty like it stays pretty good for a while. Can you like rehydrate weed? Yeah, shouldn't. Okay, I don't really know. Brad, did you ever have uh, paraphernalia in the house? Did you have screens and pipes in your childhood home? No. No, that did not enter the You were door. smart enough not to do that. Yes, definitely not. You were okay. never holding it for a friend, let's no. say. Okay. I only got caught once ever with paraphernalia on me, and it was post-divorce, and my mom was definitely more lenient on that stuff than my dad was, and she was just like, do a better job of hiding this. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to see it. I don't need to know about it. Yeah. Just, you know, be responsible for God's sakes. Okay. You're going to have to just keep it, keep it hidden. Keep it yeah. safe. I don't need to know about this. All right. We, okay. Hi, great intro to High yes. on Life, a video game uh, that is supposed to be coming out in, uh, let's say, a month-ish, under a month, December 13th. Oh, uh, that is soon. Uh, that is yeah, very it's out soon. soon. On the Xbox and the PC, Alex, you got to see someone play it. Is that right? Yes, Demo? we were, we were invited. Well, I played it. Uh, oh, you played it. Okay. Yeah. So I was invited to a uh, come check out this game event. Uh, in, a hands on. Yeah, hands on in Manhattan. And I said to myself, I have talked reams of shit about this game in the promo- various promotions they have done for it. Uh, if you don't know, this is the new game from the Justin Roiland studio, Squanch Games. Squanch. Squanch. Mm. Uh, and the trailers they have put out for it have been, uh, I'm just going to charitably call them deeply obnoxious. Uh, yeah. Well, very, okay. Well, yes. I, I say this as someone who enjoys the majority of Rick and Morty. Like, I am not a Rick and Morty hater. Other Justin Roiland stuff, I'm a little more hit or miss on, but I don't have any real particular dislike of that style of humor. Mm-hmm. But the stuff they showed in that trailer seemed deeply annoying to me and not not presented in a way that made me think this is going to be funny here okay we're gonna you're i'm sure you're gonna say this but i want to say it first Uh uh-huh because i also enjoy rick and morty uh the 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 content of it Uh, you know the the weird fan base does his own thing but uh, yeah that's that's a totally different conversation um no i feel like in our circles and by our circles i mean all the fine people listening to this the people who support us Everybody knows that a chatty video game is not going to, for hours and hours, is going to wear thin, right? So, um, if something chatting at you constantly. So, yes. But if you're the studio cutting trailers or the people cutting trailers, you want to show off Justin Roiland Endy's talking guns every second because that's like a big thing in your shooter. These, uh, yes. these talking guns. So when you show straight back to back to back just the thing talking at you all the time is like yes oh my gosh is just this going to be him talking at me constantly i cannot do that tell me i'm wrong please you're we were not completely correct about that okay i will say that this is a game that definitely delivers a lot of jokes 
Uh-huh. But it is not a nonstop bombardment the way it may have seemed in the promotional materials. That is good to hear. Okay. Yes. And what I suspected also, but good to hear. And this is why I wanted to see the game, because I've, I've talked shit about the promotional stuff. It did not look good to me, but I wanted to actually put hands to controller slash, you know, keyboard and mouse and say that I, I, I know exactly what this thing is instead of just like looking at it from afar. And let me tell you what it is. Okay. It seems like a pretty decent first person shooter that has a lot of that style of joke in it. Okay, but not. Is it not the guns are in constant? There's also not just Justin Roiland. There's plenty of other people, and that's one of the mistakes I think they made is that they have not really shown the other guns very Wait. much with the other voices. There are other guns. Yes, oh, they, they've shown some. Time, of they've shown okay. some not a lot it. though. Yeah, not a lot. I, they've really thought, focused in on the Justin Roiland stuff. Oh, I thought it was just the one gun. Yeah, no. There's like I think they said there's at least five or six main guns that okay. have voices. That helps. Who and else I is doing uh, stuff, do you know? Oh yeah. Well, so, so I don't remember all the names they rattled off. There's a lot of voice actors in this game, and not all of them voice guns. Um, some of them are just other main characters. Like Tom Kenny has a character in there of SpongeBob fame and okay. Mr. Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the gun that they were showing off in the demo that I played, the Royland gun was there too. That's like the first one you get. The second one was JB Smoove from Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's Leon. Leon. I had yeah. to I, so I didn't know enough Curb. I let, looked it up and said, Oh, I know this actor. Yeah, yes. you know this guy. You've heard yeah. him. Yeah. And his gun is chatty, but it is a very different delivery. It is not just that, you know, that, oh, jeez, oh, God, I guess we're doing, oh, fuck, I can't believe you just shot that guy. Oh, God, that's terrible. Oh, jeez. Fuck, man. I guess we're just doing this now. We're just killing people. That's the thing you're doing now. It's not that. Man, that's pretty spot on. Maybe not in the, the pitch perfect no. way, but in it's the delivery. It's hard to do that pitch. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, there's and look and that when you were playing with a royal and gun, it is that <laughs> delivery of dialogue. But uh, okay. JB Smoove is doing his style of delivery, and like one of the other actors that was mentioned, though I don't think I saw any of her stuff, was Maria Bamford, a an actress and comedian that I adore. Like she's okay. very very funny and does some really good voices. So it seems like they got a cast together for this thing. It is not just the Justin Roiland show. Wait, hang on. Did they really put the red letter media guys in this? I would believe that. They, they totally did. Mike Staclasa and Rich Evans are both in the voice cast. Are they that, guns? That makes sense. That, sure. Why not? And so the section that we were playing was... So the, the premise of the game is that... And it's very in the Rick and Morty slash Solar Opposites vein of there's alien sci-fi shit happening. But the idea is that a alien drug cartel has descended upon Earth and is kidnapping humans because it turns out humans are the most potent drug in the universe. Yeah, man. And all the aliens want to smoke the humans. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and so you are, like, essentially tasked with trying to stop this cartel. Uh, and the gun, the, the Royland gun you get first, I think, is the one that kind of clues you in on what's going on and starts guiding you through what's taking place. So the demo I was playing was a little further in after you'd already kind of gotten past that setup. And that's when you get the JB Smoove gun. And it was on an alien world where there is this, uh, I don't know, contingent of alien mercenary soldier types that I think work for the cartel. And they all get drenched in this armor goop and they have to, you know, the guy who runs their their organization is a straight up sadist Uh and just like jokes about how he's going to kill all of get all of you killed or just, you know, he's going to torture people nonstop. So, you know, that's where it's going. And it was a pretty sizable chunk of of that level that I got to play. There's some open world areas that you can kind of mess around in and look for side quests. But it seems like each planet is its own distinct level. 
and you are progressing to like a boss fight at the end of it. Why does the gun talk? Are they alien? Other aliens? I okay. They Did, don't. We didn't get that. I didn't okay. get the explanation for why the guns talk. It's just they do. Uh, okay. For as okay. far as I know, they just do. So I'm, how is the gun dialogue triggered? Like, does it seem like does it seem like any of it is dynamic based on what you're doing at the moment, or is it much more like like you you crossed a story barrier and it's going to talk to you to fill in some story or both? I mean, so the gun essentially acts as the voice for your character because your character, as far as I can tell, does not talk. Um, it is a silent protagonist, but then all the sort of like second person narration is being done by these guns. Um, there is a little bit of dynamism to that stuff because so there was one, I, I don't want to spoil what actually happens, but there's a bit in the demo that I played where if you have one gun out, he just kind of talks through whatever this character is telling you to do and just kind of goes along with it. But I didn't see this, but apparently if you, I use the other gun, he gets more suspicious of what this person is saying and kind of gives you an indication that maybe you should do something differently that le- might lead to a slightly different outcome. Oh, intro. I, I didn't even consider the possibility that you could switch guns at will. I assume yes, because can. they have, because they have to write and record a ton of dialogue for each gun. I assumed it was like, Oh, well on this level you're using this gun because we didn't want to write five sets of dialogue for this area. But huh, that's interesting. So you have like party members, basically like your gun. Yes. Okay. But they only talk if you have them out. Of course. And if they're, if they're talking and they're fit and you do switch guns, you hear them in a more muffled way when they get switched back out and they finish their sentence, but then they don't talk until you bring them huh. back out. All right. This is, you're kind of slowly selling me on this. I was not sure I was in for this, but I think, I think I might actually give this a shot. I, I will say like about 50% of the jokes hit for me and the other 50% <laughs> mostly were, were not bad. Just didn't, I didn't laugh. I just kind of went, huh? That's, you know? I'd say that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Games. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember, um, really having low expectations for the first South Park game uh, mm-hmm. and, and actually really well, enjoyed it. Well, first South Park game. The first <laughs> one that anyone <laughs> actually liked, yes. Yeah. Even the, the Ubisoft RPG one? Was that yes. the Stick of Truth? Stick Is of Truth the, was the first one. Okay, yeah. And um, yeah, I was like, okay. Because, you know, like we've said it a bunch. Comedy and games is tough. It, yes. Super hard delivery, super hard. But uh, yeah, I, I think they did themselves no favors by showing a bunch of people who have spent lifetimes playing video games a super chatty sidekick that will never stop talking in in the brief moments they showed of the game. You know, yes. like, uh, I, I get it. You don't want to show just dead air. Uh, also, the other thing they showed that did no, them no favors was that boss fight that time against some kind of mantis, which, you know. Um, yeah, that was a poor choice to show. Uninspired, yeah. The, the, the boss fight I ended up doing was a little, seemed a little more interesting and involved. Okay. I will say the game is actually reasonably challenging. Um, it's not... Like, I, I was playing on what they called their default difficulty, and, like, the f- boss fight kicked my ass a few times before I finally beat it, and there are some tough fights in there. The mechanics are not particularly deep or inventive. Like, it is a first-person shooter and not a, you know, super technical one, mm-hmm. but, like, the shooting feels fine. There's a, you know, I mean, the AI, enemy AI seemed a little suspect in places, but generally speaking, the encounters felt like they were engaging. Um, And I think, look, the thing I will still say is that if you don't like that style of humor, if you are not into the Rick and Morty thing or any uh-huh. version of that, this is not going to work for you because even when it's not Royland, it's still that style of humor. And so I think it's still going to be grating to you no matter what. I'm just saying that for people who are at least interested in that sort of thing, this seems better than what they had showed in trailers and promos. 
do you, do both of you share with me this unfair reaction to media, especially games? Let's say games mm-hmm. when they say our game is funny, and you're immediately like, "Oh boy, oh boy, I'm I not mean, coming. I'm I am no longer coming at this objectively. I'm I, I have you've tainted not, the well. It's not that I I have an immediate like you know revulsion or like immediate like I don't trust you uh-huh. response to that." But the thing is, the number of developers that have said that, that have been wrong versus the number of ones that have been right, there is a t- distinct imbalance there. God, like you mean literally say those words? Self-proclaimed like I'm to, I'm, I'm funny. To, this is a comedy. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to... Okay, that I guess I could envision somebody actually saying a little more, like mm-hmm. the audacity to say, hey, the thing I made is funny. It's like, I like to say that. Like, That's, you know, like in a tagline being like, a, a hilarious romp through uh, whatever, okay, whatever. Okay, sure, yeah. sure. Yes. Sure. Like, eh. I feel like as soon as you as soon as you go out of your way to say this is a this is supposed to make you laugh, I again not fairly am ready to fold my arms and be like, oh yeah, funny guy, make me laugh. Fucking prove it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, make me laugh. Versus something like um, I don't know, like a jazz punk or something that you're like, just play the game. Yeah, just go in. It's weird. It's weird. You could say it's weird, and I'll, I'll, and if it's funny, I'll be like, okay. But uh, as soon as you say like it's a you know hilarious romp, that'll be I'll be the judge of that. Uh, which I don't know, it's not fair, but I don't know if anybody else has that reaction. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I I generally feel like less is rarely not more. Less is usually more. Less is, is usually more. Yeah, yes. there are there are there are, there are only rare. That's what I'm. Yeah, like there are only rare exceptions where like. You really need to go over the top and proclaim stuff like this. Like, let people figure it out for themselves. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like, if if it's actually funny, people will laugh, and you don't have to tell them that. You know, and and it's always nicer to be surprised than to set up expectations. No, man. There's nothing funnier than being told that was a punchline. <laughs> That's the yes. funniest thing of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I'm not even saying that uh, um, High on Life is going out of its way to say it's funny no. explicitly, but it just but, I mean, occurred it's, to it's, me. It's, it's clear from the pedigree and from the way they're promoting it. Like they're saying, this is the new Justin Roiland thing. Check this out. And again, there is a, definitely a, a significant portion of people who find his thing grating and not funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, it's, it's, it's an interesting premise. Like mm-hmm. now that you've laid it out and I know that there's like, oh, you can kind of choose which gun you want to listen to and some stuff like that. Like that it actually maybe ambitious isn't the right word, but there's a hook there. Yes. There's exactly. something unique. There's something unique about it that, kind of makes me want to see it for myself now i've always suspected that this game just is is one of those ones that's not showing well for various reasons um but it remains to be seen maybe when we get our hands on it in like three weeks uh, we'll have a a better uh take on it is that this is a game pass joint i think so i'm pretty sure i want to say it is that might be true it's not coming out on playstation i just checked it's only pc and xbox yeah initially um, I thought this might be a Game Pass thing. I believe that's the case. It's pretty late in the year. It's a uh, yes. like I said, it got pushed at least once. Yeah, and they said they uh, had about a month of bug, you know, fixing left to do on it. Okay, so it seems like they're they're thinking they're going to hit their target at this point. But you know, I hope so. Who knows? It's they it's twenty twenty two. Anything can get delayed anytime. Quote yes, unquote, it, is. it is a Game Pass game. Okay. okay. Uh, quote unquote, they have to print that disc. Go mm-hmm. gold on a disc. 
They're still making discs of most games, I assume, right? You can buy physical copies of most games. Oh, uh, of no, all games? Not, not most. Oh, there's definitely a ton that are just digital now. Like yeah. $60 or $70 games now. Like, yeah, generally. Like AAA right. stuff, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But like, I bet there's no physical version of Pentiment, for instance. Highly doubt it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I don't know what I'm thinking. You're totally right. These are like, right, a $60 game. Man, what a weird... Do we have a, um, Brad, you were on the store. Did you see any pre-order for High on Life? I'm wondering if this is a $60 game or if this is You can is a- pre-order it now. It, it is $60. It actually. is $60. Weird. Okay. I, huh. I figured this was like a 30 to 40. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Okay. That's the thing. I, I think there is a fair amount of game there. Like it is not a, a, a bite-sized experience necessarily. Uh, all right. High on Life. Uh, check it out in a couple of weeks here on Xbox platforms and on the PC. Uh, and if you're on part of Game Pass, you can get it there as well. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about our time with the pre-release of Warhammer 40K. Whatever version we played, we're going to talk about it in a few seconds. See you in a minute. This week's show is brought to you by Rocket Money. Brad Shoemaker, Alex Navarro... I bet you guys have subscriptions. I had a lot of subscriptions. I had too many subscriptions, and at a certain point, I had to drill down. I had to. I had to focus. I had to make sure that I did not have so many subscriptions anymore. You had to take time out of your day, my busy schedule, your time, which is worth more than anything, to find those subscriptions and cancel. Brad Shoemaker, do you live a subscription lifestyle? I am just a walking monthly bill at this point. <laughs> it's the world we live in. If you need help, boy, guys, I got some uh, I got some news for you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It says here that most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, but in reality, the number is closer to 200. My god. What are we even doing? With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com nextlander. That's rocketmoney.com slash nextlander, rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. Thanks, Rocket Money. All right, we are back. And it's um, it's Warhammer time. It's mm-hmm. never it's never not Warhammer time, uh, game release wise. But uh, this one is a this one's a big one. It's coming out. Um, this is fat, fat shark, fat shark, fat shark, fat shark. As it's leaving, as the words leaving my mouth, it sounded wrong, but fat shark makers of vermintide, vermintide, the Warhammer kind of, uh, cooperative romp. This is a Warhammer 40 K. It's like, you know, made shorthand, but it really is Warhammer 40 K version of vermintide. Yes. Uh, this is Warhammer 40 K dark tide in a nutshell. This is four up to four people in a group fighting hordes of enemy a left for dead style yes if anybody remembers that little chestnut left for dead PvE with progression 
Yeah, maybe some dynamic enemy placements. Uh, I'm sure the people at Fat Shark could tell you. I'm sure they, if there were, they would. What did the game director? Is that what they called it in Left 4 Dead? Left 4 Dead called it, yeah. Yeah, yeah the game director. The AI director or game director or something like that. But um, uh, they, it's it's sim- very similar to that with uh, a decent amount. A def- oh, my god, A gosh. decent amount. <laughs> this, this, this is my mouth. A decent amount of... Uh, cosmetic and weapon and character upgrade they claim there are cosmetics in there (laughs) i haven't gotten any fucking pants yet me neither i got a pair of pants pants, dude or a shirt or a hat or anything it turns out so before we get into the actual nuts and bolts of the gameplay which you know it's it's, it doesn't there are some it doesn't run that deep but there are some this game was supposed to come out november 30th on uh on PC and Xbox or PC? Yeah, you mentioned yeah, no, the no consoles Xbox. are later. Okay. Steam Steam, and like, what are we calling it? I mean, it's PC Game Pass, but I mm-hmm. guess you'd call it Windows Store if you bought it. Okay. Microsoft Store on PC. Uh, and, and then the future on consoles. Well, Xbox is announced. I don't believe a PlayStation release is announced or on the books as of yet, but I would assume that'll happen eventually. So uh, I, I did not expect to be talking about this game this <laughs> week, but here we are. Yeah, so the um, so they kind of just surprise dropped. If you pre-order the game or had pre-ordered it, you could just play what they're calling a, the beta of it in the lead up to the thirtieth release here. Yes, uh, and that started on November eighteenth. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on this one because the game does have a little bit of ironing out. It's um, definitely a beta. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like, boy, this, hmm. The game seems pretty cool, to be fair. I'll, I'll say that, but also, like, man, if this was the state of the game less than two weeks before release, not ideal. Like, It, it could yeah. be most of the stuff we ran into was server-related, uh, but... But that's a big component of this. It's a big component of well, this. Well, no, I mean, I, I would go beyond that because they, they just put out... I, it's not clear if this patch is out or the, the notes, the, the news on Steam doesn't read super clearly if this new patch has come out now or if it's about to come out, but it's full of bug fixes and stuff. But they also... They're saying stuff in here like, like hey, we know the weapon stat presentation is not as clear as it should okay. be. We're working on redesigning that. It's like... Okay. Some yeah, yeah, okay. This game... This, you're taking money for this and it's out and you're People saying like base basics about the weapon and the loot UI are subject to change. Like that's a pretty profound change this close to release. Um, and like, there's a ton of rebalancing stuff in here also, like up, like basically talents or traits on every class in the game are getting some kind of significant tweak here you, and there. So it's, you, it's still in active development, I would say. <laughs> And, and they are calling this a beta and a, a pre-release beta at that, but you're basically just buying the game. You're buying the game and getting um, uh, on the PC. You're buying the game and then getting access to the game. Yeah, it's uh, out. I mean, <coughs> it's con- it's confusing if you look at the Steam store page because it still says like pre-order. pre-order now, yeah. But if you pre-order it, then it becomes playable. And the, are they still saying they might they they retain the right to wipe progress at yeah, launch? That- that language is, I guess they're probably just appending this fact to every news post right now that, yeah, one of the facts is, will progression persist between the pre-order beta and the full game on launch? And, like, they basically say, like, our goal is to ensure progression will carry yeah. over, but they also basically say we reserve the right to wipe <laughs> progression if That's we make enough changes that we need to do that. That's a toughie. Um, okay, so, so it's it's a little rocky right now. I mean, we streamed it yesterday. I mean, I'm just going to cut to the chase here. Yeah. <laughs> the missions are quite long. 
Yeah. In my experience. Tide. Yeah. Uh, and we played a higher difficulty one, which was like, what, 40 minutes long? The second I, one we played was like closing in on 40 minutes. And got basically within literal sight of the dropship extraction point. Yeah. And we all like started crashing out with server errors left and right. And we were trying to get back in. And while we were trying to get back in, like the bots that they replaced us with were like getting themselves killed. And essentially we wiped due to server error within like feet of getting out of the level and got right heartbreaking and lost most of the reward for finishing the mission. It was, I was running towards the dropship, uh, and it, you guys got disconnected and then I thought I was just going to make it. I almost, when the screen flicked, I honestly thought maybe I just, the mission ended and I was on the ship going, but, um, unfortunately they also show the loading in screen as the dropship. The loading screen looks like you're starting a mission. Um, uh, the whole thing was unfortunate and really took the wind out of not only my sale, all of our sales for yeah. like, I mean, that's 40 minutes and, and you lose all that uh, good, good progress. It's not good. It's not good. And yeah. on top of that, Brad, you had played a little bit before we started streaming. The progression you were saying felt kind of slow in general for unlock. a little slow, like playing the first mission I played on the lowest difficulty got me, I think, just enough money to buy one new weapon. You have two slots. Yeah. Is, is actually is that true for every class? I've only played the one class. I have before. a melee and a ranged, and so yeah, I, assume. I, I think I assume every class has the same one melee, one range loadout. Um, and generally, you get enough money after the first mission to replace one of those. Yeah, um, I, but I should say uh, when I say I, I'm playing as the Ogren. Uh, you are playing as the uh, I can't remember uh, the actual zealot? name of it. It's like a zealot fanatic, religious fanatic. Okay, uh, yeah. Something, something, Imperium, Adeptus, Astartes, I don't know. Okay. Man. <laughs> Tell me. Uh, I'm a Psyker. And you're a Psyker. And then there's a Sharpshooter, which uh, yes. none of us had played. It's more of like a soldier class. Uh, yeah. and, you, and you can mix and match in the four. It's not everybody has to pick one, one different one you could add. We had two Ogrins and, you know, uh, however. Yeah. But yes, uh, I was out of the missions we played. I played, let's say, one and a half. Uh, one completed, one failed. I got a pair of pants at some point, but you guys, you God damn it, we're still in your jumpsuits. I, you're starting, uh, starting jumpsuits. That's correct. They, they really ought to drop you some basic because you, your uh, your character origin story is a prisoner. Although there's a weird amount of RPG, not to get off subject, there is. there's a weird amount of RPG in the character creation. It's like it's like a Bioware game on steroids because they make you choose like five different background things about your character it's like a little pentiment-esque right it's like where were they born like what was the defining event of their life like why are they in prison like what blah 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 i don't know where that stuff's going to manifest or or what the point of all that is in a game that's not like super story heavy i wonder if that matters later i don't Um, i don't know i think i saw a thing that said it might influence like your game barks or like how you kind of interact with other people that i could see for sure um which is kind of a neat idea. Because you even uh, choose anyway, a voice uh, yes. for your character. Yes. Uh, and anyway, you're a prisoner. You get broken out of prison, and so you start the game wearing the prison jumpsuit. Yeah. And so after several missions played, I am still just wearing the entire ass <laughs> prison jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to look cool, okay? The whole reason I play games like this is to look mm. cool. I get at it, least, man. At least drop the basic ass pants and shirt so i can just not be wearing the starting jumpsuit that's all i ask give me a pair of khakis i don't care just something different uh, anyway like more stuff unlocks um it's i started to say the leveling is kind of slow that's a little harsh but 
we've still only all got access to the basic stuff because you have to hit level eight to get the next whatever it is. They don't tell you what it is, but the next like vendor type character unlocks at level eight. And I think I'm still three. I'm going to say per minute played, it seems slow. Like maybe not per mission, but per minute played of since the missions seem so long. Like yeah. If you spend three hours and have unlocked two guns and no cosmetics, that's I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's, it's a yeah. little slow. I, I think I think we would probably be singing a different tune if we had f- successfully finished that last mission that we bombed out of because yeah. we did that on higher difficulty, and so you get way more currency uh, for beating that. Don't remind me, which we were almost on the verge of. That was tough. Like we, it was three of us and one rando, and like we were making it. We made it, but it was like a, it was pretty rough at spots. Oh like, yeah, we we, we were, almost wiped not from a server crash a couple of times. Like we yeah. had everybody almost down, but we made it. We survived it, was, it. It was fun. Like that's that's the only way those types of games are fun for me is like kind of putting it on one higher difficulty level than you should. <laughs> the and near like miss. really going for it because like without some struggle, the type of struggle that demands teamwork, right? Like yeah. If everybody's just cruising through, mowing stuff down and barely thinking, I mean, if you want to use the game as just a chat room while you mindlessly blast shit, fine. Like that's there's nothing wrong with that. But if 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 you really want to engage with this type of game, like I have to like push the boundaries a little bit mm. and force everybody to really work together and do all the stuff that's there. Um, but, and I think but, I think if we'd finished that and gotten all that currency and like maybe gotten some new pants, um, <laughs> yeah, like I I, th- I think we would probably be a little more bullish on it. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not down on it. The technical stuff really was deflating, yeah, but very but much I, so. And also, I probably would have put it down anyway until release, until they can guarantee that character progression would roll over. Yeah, I probably would fair. stop playing because yes. even if we had gotten pants, if they're going to take those pants away or I have to make a new character, it's Please the reason I put pants away. It's the reason I put Baldur's Gate three down was hey if you're gonna rebalance a lot of these missions or retune these things and i i don't for me personally i don't have the time to just replay all that stuff you know i or to grind it up again uh so i have faith they will get in there and reshuffle vermintide two uh felt like a very streamlined vermintide they expanded stuff that game was patched and and fiddled with and throughout development we ran into a very unfortunate situation. Yeah. 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 It, it, I, I kind of calls into question their decision to start letting people play it early. <sighs> Do you honestly, think- like I'm not sure maybe, maybe just a little more of a heads up of like, Hey, this is a true beta. Like this is not a hundred percent there. Yeah. I feel like it's that's a, what's missing uh, here. Also, maybe it's telling that they're, they straight up address in that fact I was talking about, like whether you can refund it. Oh, the last the last question of the fact is literally: Will I be able to refund the game on Steam if I play the pre-order beta? What do they say? They say yes. We believe you will have the ability to refund with the same rules applying. Oh, but not up to like. Can you play a hundred hours and then be like, I have zero at purchase date? Yeah, I don't think you could like play the beta for <laughs> okay. like nonstop and then refund it on release day. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, um, it, I, I, I'm. We've kind of like buried the lead about the game itself. Like yeah. it seems cool. Yeah, God, like, I think, I, it's a yeah. good team-based, you know, shooter. I, the The first couple missions that I've played were pretty just, well, there are different mission types. Like, there was an assassination one that's literally just shoot a bunch of shit until you get to the end and then shoot the boss a bunch. Right. Um, God, what was the other one we did? I can't remember. 
We did the, the investigation one, mm-hmm. which was well, that was, uh, that was the last one. I was yeah, the one before that. I forget. Um, there was a raid. I think a raid. it was yeah. Raid, which I think also was just was shoot, shoot everything. Raid. Of, except except they're going to spawn like fucking un, like endless stuff on you. Yeah. Um, that investigation though, the last mission we did actually was pretty cool because a the music was amazing. <laughs> like you're, what the fuck is up with 40k? Like you were fly, you were following a what do they call it? A techno skull. Is uh, uh, it a servitor or was ser- it a servo ser- skull? Servo skull. I think okay. that's correct. There's like a there's like a, a glowing a blue glowing skull with like metal shit hanging uh, out of it, flying around. It's like a drone. That is the description of 40k. Yeah. Scanning the environment. Anyway, they gave you yeah they would give you a weird looking like gothic PKE meter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At some point, and you had to go around scanning stuff yourself. While Jesper Kid is playing in the uh, yeah Jesper yeah Kidd. like dude the music was so the good synths, in that level man holy shit. And, and and that level also just looked a lot cooler than the, the first two. Like it's very drab industrial stuff. This one had like a lot more like really cool looking lighting and stuff. I mean, you're clear. I mean, it's all very industrial. Just that that <laughs> definitely changed things up a little bit. I mean, is is there more in 40k? There's got to be some like green gleaming like imperial capital somewhere that's like all marble columns and shit. It's right? pretty gothic. It's oh, pretty, is it all? It's is pretty it all grim. I mean, listen, I am no 40k. <laughs> it it is the grim dark future. Uh, oh yeah. The, tagline it's pretty gothic i mean you saw the ships the ships are literally gothic cathedrals yeah. flying through space um i mean there are different types of environments i've read about in, in the you know but it's a lot of it's in the this is the fall this is the dark period right so a lot of it's in ruins uh oh i didn't are there time periods yeah so like 30k is a little bit uh before the fall and we've been in war we've been in, the 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 universe has been at war for like ten thousand years now. So it wait, is, was is thirty k a brand that they sold stuff under? Thirty k like, is where the Horus Heresy stuff. I don't know if I'm getting this wrong. I very much apologize, but it is basically no, don't don't ever apologize to a Warhammer. It's fan. the prequel to. I don't know if they have they have written books in the thirty k um uh, period, but I don't know if they've set too much there. Okay, so searching. It doesn't look like thirty k is like a brand. It looks like maybe yeah. Horus Heresy is the thing they marketed all that stuff under. So, so I really like Horus Heresy. So Horus Heresy is the kickoff of the things that lead you to the forty k. I love I, how freely you're just managing to say Horus Heresy, Horus Heresy over and over <laughs> again. Was 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 the okay, the Imperium? Is that the that's that's the Empire, right? I'll go like, with that. The, sure, was, yeah. Were, were, the, the were they Emperor? like were they like morally respectable before the dark? The fall. I mean, it depends or, what your morals are here. Like, what's what's so? A, so uh, aren't they uh, aren't they like sacrificing like ten thousand people a day to keep the no, emperor alive? So that's forty k. Like that? So thirty oh, k okay. was basically uh, the the emperor had said we are okay. Again, apologies. This is my rough and tumble. Stop, stop apologizing. Yeah, yeah, sh- okay, so thirty um, k was the emperor was trying to unite the galaxy and purge out um, uh, religion. And then mm-hmm. like, it was like science based. Here we go. We're going to purge out religion. Um, by that, that means you're going to, we're going to go send out my armies and squash all these, uh, planets that have their backwards ways. Right. And they're going to go spread enlightenment throughout the galaxy. He sent out his clones, his, his generals to go do it. And he retired back home. Uh, okay. things went rotten. Chaos made its way in, uh, sometime in there. And they haven't even gotten this in Horus heresy. He is betrayed by Horus, who uh, mortally wounds the God Emperor, and then the God Emperor, or the remains of the God Emperor, sit on the throne uh, in the city, uh, feasting off of the psych- the ten thousands, the keeping. Without the God Emperor, uh, as my understanding, the cannot navigate the perils of space 
uh, because it is basically his will that keeps the lanes of uh, of space travel open and um, uh, uh, going through space and the traveling through rifts is like maddening and it's it's horrible and chaos lives in the in the space between space and uh-huh. it's it's um it's a little like like uh elder godish you know like the yeah. like okay. if you if you look away in the periphery you'll you know all the monsters are right you yeah. know like it, it, and that's the psychers and all this stuff is basically borderline madness uh, and so yeah, That's the psychers my, seem like they're having a bad time in several different ways. Nobody's really having a good time. So they, in, in that, the interesting part to me of that 30K, 40K thing, in that is where that transition is where they really reverted into hyper-religion, right? They in, they uh, they kind of uh, fetishize and deified the God Emperor, and my understanding was he was going to stamp out that the God Emperor, we should also say, is like immortal and was I think they allude to was Jesus at some point and all these other uh-huh. histor- historical okay. figures all right. okay. has tried throughout history to unite mankind and it just hasn't worked out. Now this is getting interesting. Um, and so uh, that's now everything is falling apart and this is where they're like rubbing blood on machines to keep you know, they, they, they worship the machines and they uh, this that and the other thing and but the God Emperor can't talk or speak or communicate but there are priests and the, the, that kind of yeah, I don't know the whole thing. It's 40K. a whole thing, is what I'm getting not, here. I will not get into 40k. I will not get into 40k. I <laughs> you will, will not. not get into 40k. So 40k for me. I mean, listen, you got a lot of space fascism going on in 40k too. So like, there's a lot of weird stuff happening in there. 40k for me is at its best when it doesn't acknowledge in game how seriously everybody in game is taking all of this nonsense, but the uh-huh. player is aware how ridiculous it all okay. is. Okay. Okay. That helps put things in that, that helps frame things a little more understandably. Yeah. Because, like, because like even just playing this game, I'm like, I kind of see why people are into this, but also it all seems a little exhausting. It's definitely exhausting and everything's so weird and everybody, but everybody takes it deathly seriously in, in right. game. I'm getting like, that the Inquisition, all these people. It has to oh, be yeah. this way. Um, and if you question, you're 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 dead. Everything is life and death, and you've been at war for ten thousand years. But as you take a step back as the player, you're like, what the fuck, you guys wearing? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. what yeah. are you doing? Why is yeah? Like again, like you said, like when I when I the first time I saw a capital ship in this, I was like, the fuck, yeah. Like really? <laughs> yes. Your ship is a church? Hell but yeah, of course it is. it is. Right? Yeah. So. Um, you know, and then you got the, the space Marines are their whole other thing and they're not really a part of this. So th- that's also interesting because th- more than the space Marine, the like general conscripts are kind of, I have found more interesting than necessarily space Marines. Space Marines get the headlines in the Warhammer stuff a lot, mm-hmm. but you know, like from my, from my two cents, one space Marine or like four space Marines would tear through the stuff we're going through. They are supposed to be ridiculously overpowered. So like. You know, in that Space Marine game, remember, it's like one dude tearing through all of this stuff. But here you have some <laughs> some quote unquote normal grunts out here kind of having to mow their way through chaos uh, and, and maybe not survive. So uh, that stuff has always been a little more fun. Uh, the general conscripts, because everybody's fighting. They're all fighting. Everybody's There's a lot fighting. of factions. There's chaos. There are Eldar. There are the whole Eldar. Is that, I don't forget what they're called, but there's a whole bunch of stuff. Tur- tur- Tyr- tyranids, 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 yeah, the the bugs, the zerg, you know, the zerg, yes. Uh, 
uh, what what is the the Protoss right the Eldar Protoss yes. yeah there's the, there's yep. all the thing mm-hmm. all thing anyway 40k is an interesting uh, universe I find there are challenges within it uh-huh. there are definitely definitely not without its problems but like I said it I find it at its best and I think this game is doing it where everybody in game has to take it seriously and you get to sit and laugh and be like this is ridiculous <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> all of this makes more sense to me yeah. now yeah. Uh, like um, that guy just everybody's so serious about their bolter guns and then you get to laugh and be like that gun shoots bullets that just explode inside people dude all the fodder enemies in this game bleed maggots they, they just bleed like, maggots. It's very chaos. chaos when you get in their face and shoot or slash them they don't bleed blood yes. maggots go flying everywhere it's just the dude from nightmare before christmas sandy claws or whatever the uh the the, the, the what's the boogeyman mr boogie Mr. Uh, the Boogeyman, you guys are not Nightmare Before Christmas fans. Oh, like, we should have. I, I haven't crap, seen Crap, you just committed to the Watchcast schedule for December. I've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas before. Maybe we should have watched that. There's always next year, man. That's, that's, true. True. that's true. That's true. There will, there anyway. will probably be a Christmas next year. I'm just that's, predicting here. Mm. Bold. I don't mm-hmm. know. Bold. Uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Yeah, it, it's cool. Um, we barely even talk about the mechanics. We can just whip through it really fast. I mean, it, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's melee and shooter. Um, you have a shield that's called toughness. It's not actually a shield. Yeah. Uh, that you take that takes damage before like an overshield, uh, not like a right, physical shield before before your health takes damage. And like that recharges when you do melee kills or when you hang out with your teammates. Uh-huh. Nice mechanic. Um. You can get corrupted, which brings your max health down. Uh, let's see. There is suppressing fire both on you and enemies. It's a like little tough to see in the heat of battle, but yes. Yeah. Like if you're suppressed by getting shot at a lot, your accuracy goes down. You have to like get out of the line of fire and uh-huh. you can also kind of make enemies fuck off by kind of spraying at them. Um, yeah, there's some other stuff. You know, there's a push and... You get a special move for your class. Um, yes, yeah, everybody's got a special move, and, and I think different weapon sets probably, and uh, and different stats. You know, I'm a, yeah. the ogren, big tough, um, uh, upfront person. The thing I will say, I came into this thinking it was going to be much more shooter than Vermintide. It's melee with occasional shooting. Yes. I feel like the melee is you, you kind of underestimate until you're in there. Like, oh, the, this is melee a lot particularly when you are getting mobbed by like yeah. just a bajillion enemies because again melee kills recharge that toughness which is your shield so you kind of have to be doing that to get also, shield back i feel like i don't know you guys but you kind of swing you can take down more guys in a swing with a melee like pretty wide arcs at least yeah. for me i don't know if you were doing poking damage and the shooting is like you you don't want to run out of ammo in a in a horde like that like, I, no. I have run out of ammo multiple times in this and yeah, yeah it's, it's weird it's almost like the melee is overly powerful and the guns are a little underpowered yeah or or um for me it just felt like uh, my character that i was playing guns for bigger solo enemies yeah melee for the hordes yeah. uh and yeah. Or, for, or yeah and like guns for ranged enemies more yeah or ranged um, um so yeah it's it's a cool balance though um yeah and you know the it fits the it fits the archetype of the archetype of the game and the settings i have we've only played i saw three maps and they were kind of industrial it looks like warhammer man like that it looks like exactly what you expect it to look like i'm I'm hope well i'm hoping there's more variety later like i I think we're just we're seeing early levels and early maps like kind of early everything and I'm, i'm hoping as you level up you'll start seeing some different scenery and like more elaborate objectives and set pieces and stuff but I mean, I, I want to. I want to play more of this. And for some reason, until you said you were going to wait for release, I hadn't even occurred to me that maybe I should hold off. 
because they might actually wipe my character. I will wait uh, for a release or for them to say we are not wiping characters. That's yeah, right. that's, that's fair. Um, well, but also losing all that progress on that. Uh, that I can, was I, such a, that was such a heartbreaker that until they clean it up a little more, like, I don't know. Not yeah. cool, bro. Not, not cool. cool. Um, I, I can get over cool, that, but the wiping a character might be too much for me. Especially. Yeah, but, yeah, there's something there, though. I, I want to play more of this. This, yeah. this is cool. And I would like to level up a bit more and see what else it's got to offer. That's 40 bucks. Uh, it is uh, out now, basically, on uh, PC. Uh, but maybe if you want to wait, just, you know, check it out. Watch. Keep an eye on the news coming out, the facts and stuff like that. It seems like they are updating and putting some information out there. And yeah. I'll get, I, again, Vermintide and Vermintide 2, I think they did well by. So I will give them yeah. uh, some benefit of the doubt here. Also, again, Game Pass. Like, if I assume most everybody listening to this has Game Pass, like you can just play it in a couple of weeks, not even two two weeks, eight days for uh, for the Game Pass on yeah. Game Pass. Yeah, uh, Alex, let's move on to uh, Pentiment. You played some more Pentiment. I did. I've now I'm now into the murder mystery part of Pentiment. Any updates for the Pentim- Pentiment? I mean, nothing too drastic. You know, it is still very much a game about talking to a lot of people and investigating things and, you know, the 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 various scripts and art styles that they are they're blending together. Uh, but I will say I'm pretty damn engrossed in it. Um, okay. I've not been able to play as much as I wanted to between last week and this week, but I I made some time for it because I am. I just think they're doing some really interesting work with, you know, the story they're telling, the way they're presenting it. It feels like a game that should not have come out of a studio as big as Obsidian, but like it's the kind of niche thing that you could just see being a very hard pitch to anyone that is like, well, what if you actually started doing some support stuff on Halo instead? <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? But like, I think that they got to make this is great, and I I'm really I'm pretty invested in what's going on in it. Yeah, when I went to that presentation, Josh Sawyer basically said I, I don't know i don't remember how it came about but it was a kind of skunk works like strike team of like a dozen people right like it was it was always conceived as like a small just little side project off to the side like obviously obsidian is still doing big stuff but yeah and i mean it, like it, it definitely feels like a a you know smaller production compared to some of the other stuff that obsidian has made but nonetheless i mean it is it, there's just a lot of detail in there and a lot of character work and all of it, I think, is is pretty well done and mostly very interesting. And I don't know, like it's it's a game that I'm into enough that I'm genuinely thinking about trying to lug a fucking Xbox across the country. I probably won't because that's dumb and I'm not checking a bag. But also, it, I'm going to be sad that I probably won't pick it up again for until next week. You should, or if you're going to have a laptop, you should look into maybe streaming it. I was thinking of bringing my Mac laptop. You can still stream it. Yeah, you should. Presumably, like a game like that would stream super well because it's all it's like static backgrounds. Like it's going to compress and look compress well and look really good. Would I have? Would I need to have my Xbox on here? No, 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 I think it streams from the their. Okay, streaming from their data center. You can actually, I believe. I think they've. I think that is possible now to stream yeah. from your own xbox but i'm not going to leave that thing running while i'm gone no, 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 no. but yeah well, I, well, I can even, do it even if, data center sure well even if you did that it's in sleep you just wake it up remotely and then turn mm. it off when you're done i turn my console all the way mm. off on that one i don't have to use the sleep mode um did you accuse anyone yet i have not accused anyone yet okay i, I read some stuff about that stuff it sounds interesting yeah i mean i'm in the mix like you know I, I i know someone is dead someone has been accused 
Uh, but you know, beyond that, like I've only gone a little bit further than that and I won't say any more. Okay. But, but again, I, I think, I think your, your character is interesting. I think the way he interacts with everyone in that town and the Abbey is, you know, really fascinating. And I just, I love all the marginalia in marginalia. You know, I love the, the, you know, pulling up the thing whenever there's like a new red term in the dialogue box of like, mm-hmm. who is this person? Where is this place? What does this mean in scripture? That kind of stuff. Like, it's just, it's really exhaustive in a way that I appreciate. Pentiment. Pentiment. That's uh, 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out last week on the 15th. I'll say it again. X- I think that's a steal for that game. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, tw- what did I say? Oh, Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. Xbox. Oh, that's why Xbox I'm or your PC on the on the Game Pass. Game Pass? The Game, game pass. pass. The Game Pass, yes. Uh, this is Obsidian. All right. Finally here, mm-hmm. I've done it. I have finished the story of God of War Ragnarok. Ooh. I'm, uh, I think, around 70-ish hours Damn. in. Good Lord, man. Um, I have mostly done everything I could do before finishing the story. There is some mop-up stuff after the story that I need to take care of. But, um... My final thoughts are, yeah, so far, again, and there's some mop-up stuff I need to do, some optional stuff, but uh, I still, the initial narrative thought I had and feeling I had holds true, which is I believe the first one was more interesting to me because it was a first time Kratos in the setting. There's a lot of, I'm not going to go into spoilers here, maybe another time I will, but there's a lot of character turns. There were in the first one as well that I didn't enjoy as much, as so much, but in this one, there are some character turns in this that don't feel earned uh, towards the end that just kind of come out of nowhere. Some are very well done. Some character work is extremely well done in this game and is actually very emotionally moving. Some for for more off screen camera uh, characters, not as well done. Some okay. some side characters that, but they play a big role in the story. So I was just I was talking to somebody on uh, on the Discord. Uh, I won't call them out by name, but they it brought up the, a good point, which is the single car- camera stuff, the the single shot stuff, mm-hmm. um, may do some disservice to some of that because you can't leave your main character to show what's happening to these other characters. Right. In ways that don't involve some trickery or, you know, saying, oh, the camera's kind of going with this person in some weird way. So you don't get behind the scenes character work, closed door behind the scenes character work with some right. of these. You don't, some, so somebody might leave and be super angry. And the next time you see them, they're like, I love you. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Like, I had a change of heart. I love you. You're right. And be like, what the hell happened? I talked to some people off camera. You didn't see it. So there's some of that in the end where some threads you feel like are dangling as you're going through just kind of tie up at the end and you're like, wait, you guys are all cool? Uh, okay, okay. This seems like it would be a bigger deal what's happening here. Kind of gloss it over. Yeah. If you're cool, we're cool. High five. Uh, I don't think it ends in a... Um, there's a satisfying end to it, but I don't think it ends in a way that I thought it was going to end moving into the next chapter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the million dollar question. Like, does does it seem like there? I mean, it's a sequel. It's a video game sequel. So, of course, the answer to this is yes. But does it feel like there will be a next chapter? 
Well, like does, does it leave it, things? Does it leave things unaddressed? Does it leave? So like, if you if you if I didn't know that this is the end of the Norse mythology stuff, if they hadn't explicitly said that, I wouldn't necessarily say it has to be at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are obviously things I'm not saying that happen in the game which you could be like, well, how do they move forward? But it's not explicit that uh, that the, the story is not just going to jump to somewhere else. You know, it's it's not explicitly made. Um, clear there and uh, you know, again without going into spoilers i don't i don't want to uh go too much into what happens in the story but you know i thought there might be mm-hmm. I, I like it i like it a lot i like the game a lot i th- i warmed up to the combat i got in my groove um i upgraded enough stuff i got used to the systems they had here which are similar just additive to the other systems it's just a lot up front i got used to it i found my build that i wanted i really enjoyed the combat puzzles and and uh, basically closed arena combat. I liked a lot more than the random encounters that you'd have playing the game. I really dislike the travel in this game. It's hitting me mo- maybe more than God of War did. Uh, the, uh, sorry, uh, 2018. Is that what the, uh, yes, the one the was? Yes, the 2018 okay. one. They need a better fast travel system. They had oper- I, fe- I feel like they have opportunities to just narratively get those in place. And I don't know if technical problems exist. For that, but uh, it's really cumbersome to have to go to those gates to travel to another gate and then wander 20 minutes in the wrong direction and then have to wander 20 minutes back to get to the gate to go somewhere else or something. You know, like when you're collectible hunting, it's I want if I have to go from a gate, I want to wander 20 minutes and be like, oh, this is not the right spot and just fast travel back to that gate. Um, and I think there are narrative explanations for how that could work. You're in a thing with gods and stuff, just mm-hmm. maybe a trinket that allows you won't break your camera stuff. It's fine. We'll be okay. You can do it. Um, again, technical reasons. I don't know. Maybe they can't load fast enough to do fast travel in the background, but that, that to me is a bummer. Um, the boss fights are generally learn the patterns of the boss and, and get moving. But what game is it really? Uh, uh, there's oh, there's uh, Odin's banging on your ceiling. Mm-hmm. I hear it. He's he wants the old mirror is hitting your floor. You rip yeah. the ceiling off of this place. The, the main characters are great. Um, I I don't want to. I'm not going to spend too long here, but I think the main characters that you see that you start off with and they introduce uh, throughout the game, it's great. I love them. I, I've I had a lot of fun with them. Uh, some of the minor characters again. Um, people probably know who I'm talking about if you've beaten the game. Some of the story stuff is like, you're okay. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um. It's sad. It's emotional. It's uh, it's well done. It doesn't feel too hacky or hammy in 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 the emotions they're trying to go for most of the time. Most some of, of it's time. a little. Some of it's a little cloying. Um, surprise! There, it's a it's a very emotional tale about Kratos and At- Atreus, who is you know, it's like you know, this is no surprise. You know, can Kratos? Uh, manage his love for his son and the responsibilities to a realm kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Can, can Kratos be a good dad and also fucking murder gods with yeah. non, non-fucking stuff? Yeah, or, or like even like uh, uh, do you want your kids to do better but you, when you're the god of war? <laughs> you know, like it's, it's a lot of that stuff. Uh, so uh, thumbs up. I really like it. I think I still like the first one better. There's just not much that's going to beat seeing the giant world serpent for the first time, right? I- yeah. In the first game, yeah. and, and also seeing Kratos in a different context. Yeah, yeah. Like that that's really what it is about that first game that was so potent. It was just yeah. the whole concept was so novel and, cr- and yeah. inventive. Um, and again, like the 
that sense of kind of danger at the beginning of he's clearly just like under undercover, not undercover, but you know what I mean? He's kind mm-hmm. of blending in. He's hiding out, hiding out. And and then here's this God from this other pantheon that shows up and is like, I know who you are, motherfucker. Yeah, right. Like, you're exactly. not getting away with this. Like that shit, that shit was so cool. It was so cool. And you can't do that twice. And so, like, that's, that's why I was asking about the ending coming into this is like, I was just kind of desperately hoping there'd be some indication that they're going to do something different. Assuming they even make another one. I don't know. Uh, you know, but, I, I don't know. It ends in a way where I, I really don't know. It's not, I, I've not spent the time now to go tr- like, uh, through all the Reddit, like, uh, ending stuff and be like, what can they do? What, what did they hint at? What Easter eggs did they drop? Or what, what did uh, somebody say halfway through the game that hints? At? I didn't go through that stuff. I probably will at some point. Uh, I also have some optional stuff to mop up, uh, at the end here. So I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, but I do like this game. So I don't know where the franchise goes. Do they go full reboot in five years, six years? Do we let the God of War finally rest? Um, they didn't do DLC for the first one. I don't know. I don't know if they would for this one. I I mean, honestly, like if you're not going to make a third one, you know, do do you put some time into, I don't know. Uh, but I like you seem it. conflicted a little bit. Like I'm you, not, I, no, I, I, I no, believe I, that you enjoyed it, but you seem a little conflicted about where it ended up. Yeah, and that was kind of my feelings on the first one too. There were some char- there's some character stuff that um, you know I'm still a little mad at some stuff that happened in the game, but mm. not because the game did a bad job of it. Because of uh, some of the story stuff um, was upsetting. You know, it, it's you know it's, it's a bummer some of it. So mm. that's but no fault. Not not a narrative fumble. Just kind of the, the choices that in the story. Uh, the narrative fumble stuff is on my, in my opinion, is more just like <laughs> question, shoulder shrugs and question marks of like, all right, um, God of War, Ragnarok, uh, boy, when did that come out? Was that earlier this month? Gosh, it, yeah, feels like it was like a couple weeks for, ago, man. Yeah, forever for a bit. I'm gonna wrap it. I'm gonna wrap it up. I think I'm in a big old hard fight now. So, um, I always try to get the hard stuff out of the way, and I think I I got one coming up. Gotta gotta get that first party platinum. Mm-hmm. I think I have like five trophies left. I probably know what two or three of them are. I didn't do the, like, look up the hidden trophies yet either. So we'll see. We'll see. I, Albert. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, it's God, it's going to be years from now before we know if they're even going to do another one and what they'll do with it. But I mean, you know, by the time they might make another one, it'll be way into the PS5 generation. So it'll be a PS5 only game and maybe they can do some more interesting stuff tech and design wise with it and drop it into a new setting at the same time. Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Like, who knows where they go? I don't know. It's, I yeah. You don't you don't know. I don't know. All right. Uh God of War Ragnarok double double thumbs up from me if you're a fan of the 2018 one. I you'll probably like this though. I think the start of it is a little a little overloaded with stuff in it. Uh I still like that one better. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back uh with some news. Stick around. This week's show is brought to you by Bespoke Post. Alex Navarro, you know I love packages. I mean, I get them all the time. It's always an exciting time when a box arrives at your door. It is always an exciting time. Sometimes they open that box and it's from Bespoke Post. And inside that box, like this week, is a knife. It's a, a, you know, 
a thing I can use when I need to cut things. I think this one, I, this, I've gotten more than a few knives from Bespoke Post. Are you trying this to say that when you get a knife, the thing you need to do with a knife is knife? <laughs> I might have gotten around to say that in a shorter way, I, yes. Yeah, all right. Uh, this one was uh, specifically a uh, fishing knife, which means it's got uh, all the things you need to fillet a fish, let's say, or, or field dress a fish. Bespoke Post puts together a box of awesome. And things inside that box range from whiskey glasses, which I've gotten. I've gotten uh, incense things that I still have and use in my bathroom. Uh, and sometimes, occasionally, a knife uh, that will go inside a kit that is themed. Because, Alex Navarro, you take a quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories, and each box is valued at around $70, but you're only going to pay a fraction of that price. This is one of my favorite parts, Alex. With each Box of Awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your Box of Awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel at any time. To get 20% off your first monthly box, sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code NEXTLANDER at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code NEXTLANDER for 20% off your first box. Boxofawesome.com, code NEXTLANDER. Thanks, Bespoke Post. All right, we are back, and it is time for the news. This one is, um, Brad, these stories here, you've gone and collected the news. Free That's, Yuji Naka. Oh, please. Free oh, this stop man. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. Free, 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 free Yuji Naka? I don't actually, I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, should we? He, he, did, he did. It seems he did the crime, so perhaps well, he should do the time. He's accused, right? So um, we'll see what happens. Let's just start yeah, off. Let's with, sprinkle a little allegedly on top of all of this. Yeah. Uh, what is what is going on with Yuji Naka these days? Yuji Naka was arrested for insider trading. Yuji Naka, father, like creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, to be clear, uh-huh. and creator of Balan Wonderworld as well. Uh, his second crime. Yes. <laughs> uh, first crime was Sonic. The second. No, I'm kidding. Sonic is yes. fine. Stop it. Put your Are put you your though? pen. Put your pens down. There's also knights in there somewhere. Man, this this man. So has that's much another to crime an- right there. This, this man has much to answer for. Yeah. Uh. Okay, well, so what has he been accused of this time? Uh, I guess this is off the back of a couple of other Square Enix employees who were also arrested in Japan uh, for the same crime. Uh, it's all it's all around a mobile Dragon Quest game called Dragon Quest Tact, uh, which is being co-developed by a third-party studio, and those Square Enix employees had bought shares of that third-party studio before this deal was announced. Right. Insider um, trading. Yes. And then it turned, you know, some hours later, it came out that, oh, by the way, so did Yuji Naka. <laughs> and all three of them have been arrested now. So, correct me if I'm getting any of this wrong, please. But from what I could read, there was a total of about over $300,000 of stock in U.S. dollars that was uh, uh, purchased, right? By, yeah, by the other two employees. Yeah, by the other two. And then Yuji Naka is accused of $20,000? $20,000, yes. Poor Yuji. He's just... Uh-huh. Even even in in his in, in an alleged criminal activity, can't still, catch a he's break. Still, he's still underperformed. 
that shouldn't laugh. I no, mean, this is a criminal activity, uh, allegedly. Um, do we know what this is? This a fine or is this jail time? I have I have no idea. This this right up on the verge. I guess. I mean, you already said the word alleged, so I guess we're in the clear. But uh, the reporting has all been in Japanese, so we're relying on like translations and uh, secondhand stuff here. But they they do say Naka was allegedly aware of the deal. Before he bought the shares, so okay, who knows? Perhaps he will be exonerated in court. We can't say, um, but yes, I I don't know. I don't know like what the potential punishment might be for this. They don't none another none of the English language reporting I've seen has gone into detail. Mm. There was a statement from Square Square Enix, right, saying we're trying to uh, patch up so we can't this can't happen again. Taking internal disciplinary actions against the suspected employees. What actions are those? Uh-oh. Who can say? All I'm uh, saying is it's just very shocking to see a country actually prosecute people for financial crimes. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> what that's like. Very true. Uh, there, I think the Square Enix thing also said something like, "Where you're internally, you will have to disclose when you're dealing with uh, corporate stock. Uh, if if uh, <laughs> please don't, please don't get us in trouble anymore. Please this is stop. not going to go well for us if this happens again. Just, just stop, please." Uh, yeah, not a not a happy story. No, a man cannot catch a break. <sighs> it's been a rough run. What if you do not? Uh, okay, I don't want anybody to, you know, commit crimes necessarily. I don't want not th- not these kinds of crimes. I don't. I don't want anybody to commit a crime. But like, all right, if Yuji Naka did time for this alleged crime, uh huh. I would like to see the game he makes based on his experiences from uh, from being inside. I mean, I don't know if Japan has white collar prisons. I don't know what uh, uh, Japan's criminal. I don't know what incarceration is like there, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. Based, based on his recent output, I don't know if I want to see his take on much of anything going forward. I don't know. Maybe it's time for Yuji Naka to walk off into that good night. Balan Wonderworld was a bit disturbing as it was. Could you go to a prison and tell people you made Balan Wonderworld? And <laughs> I look if you want to survive you in prison, run that place. That's not what you lead with. <laughs> is that where you start? Is he gonna go in that hat like his little? If, uh, if he goes, dude, if he goes in there, he's like, yeah, I came up with Balan. They're gonna be like, dude, this motherfucker's crazy. Get out of this place. It's hard right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> like uh should we again uh, should you laugh i don't know i, I don't look know. you have to what else can you do don't insider trade i mean that's the thing you cannot do you're right yeah don't do it all right well more, maybe more to come as um maybe maybe yes. he will be acquitted like you said maybe there's a uh, alleged charges will be maybe he maybe he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time buying stock. Yeah, whoops. Accidentally whoops. hit the buy stock mm. button. Oops. Accidentally bought 10,000 shares in this small developer nobody's ever heard of before. That was a weird, weird. coincidence. Weird. Oh, you're, we're doing what now? I just oh. had a hunch that oh. they were going to go on to great things. Oh, weird. Alright, uh, let's move on to uh, this Ubisoft story, Brad. Uh, you said so there are some Ubisoft games coming to Steam in the near future. Oh, uh, which is the first time they have shipped a game on Steam in, gosh, uh, three years, I believe. Yeah, they've been off for a bit. 
Yeah, they 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 were putting some stuff out on Epic because Epic gives a better split, and there may have been a a, a unique deal in place there that sweetened that pot even more. Um, but it's pretty notable because I feel like every major publisher has gone through this exact same arc. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And they all come crawling back. Um, I, this had sailed right by me until I was reading the, the stuff about the Ubisoft stuff that, uh, modern warfare Two, the new call of duty is the first call of duty on steam in like five years. Like I had completely forgotten that they had moved all those to BattleNet Cause I don't keep up with call of duty so much anymore. Has there been but, any reporting if the splits have changed on Steam's end? Or I, I um, there there were those changes. What was it three years ago? Maybe four years ago? Something like that. I'd have to look up the terms. I don't. It's like what is it over over X tens of millions in revenue? The split changes. Mm. Um, I forget. I can't remember if it's revenue or 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 sales numbers, like units sold. Okay, but if you, if you do hit a certain scale, they 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 do adjust the split somewhat. Okay. Uh, these days, but but yeah, you know, like Bethesda had their launcher for years, and that thing's straight up gone now. Like they actually just transitioned everything back to Steam. Uh, in this case, like Ubisoft Connect, I think it's still called Connect as of now, right? Mm-hmm. That thing has changed names like three times. Also, mm-hmm. yes, Ubisoft Connect is is what their store and launcher is still called. Like that's not going anywhere as of now, as far as we know. Uh, also, this isn't everything. This is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And Ono twenty, I'm sorry, Ono eighteen hundred. Yeah. Yes, Ono and Roller Champions and Roller Champions, which uh, I didn't know that was still going. Uh, um, but yeah, you know, it's like uh, the Bethesda stuff fell apart. Like Call of Duty is back. Uh, even Microsoft is shipping games all over Steam these days. Did Rockstar leave? Did they take their stuff no, down? They never left. Okay, I kind of thought they might be heading in that direction, but like, dude, I just. GTA Online has got to be so big on Steam at this point. They just can't. Like, they can't. They cannot even try that. Like, that would just be... That would be insane. I mean, if anything, it would actually be more of a hindrance to their the sheer amount of money they're making than anything else. Like, they're just almost certainly not going to recapture that whole audience on their own thing. Well... Um, I think think they seem like they were just going the route of, like, giving you some extras... It's like, hey, come sign up for our launcher and you'll get a right. free GTA here and there. Right. Some some more shock cards. Here's here's this free copy of San Andreas if you come over here. And so this is not an announcement that going forward, forward Ubisoft games will be on Steam, but it is these three that are coming to Steam. Yeah, I would I would assume maybe not every game right off the bat, but I would assume more Ubisoft stuff will be on Steam in the near future. Let's see, I've got a lot of Assassin's Creeds on Steam. When is Skull and Bones coming out? Is that the next Ubisoft game? Oh, don't your computer will go into a black hole if you type March, that. March of next year. Yeah, currently, mm-hmm. like without even thinking, I, I just think did it, a sharp inhale the second you said <laughs> Skull and Bones. I think that's probably the next game on didn't, the docket for them. Didn't, didn't that get like a delay two weeks ago again? Yes, I mean that's that was to the current date that you just said. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we'll find out soon-ish. I bet that game comes to Steam. <laughs> we'll see. <Yeah. laughs> he says think, incredulously. At this point, I would say that game might not ever come out. Like that. Oh uh, well, I mean, yeah, assuming it launches at all. But yeah. uh, uh, let me see real quick what else they got. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two, uh, mm-hmm, definitely know, coming out. That'll be on Steam. 
Um, Smarter and Rabbits just came out. Rocksmith Plus Oddballers. I in the know. world is oddballers. Is that like? I mean, they always have like one or two like smaller team things kind of floating around in the background, don't they? Are those those mm-hmm. eyeball like those balls that had like eyeballs on them and stuff? Oh no, no those were mad balls. Those are mad balls. Those were mad balls. Mad balls. Oh, oh, I think they and I, I think I remember the announcement for this. It's a, it's a, a kind of a dodgeball esque multiplayer game. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Skull Bones is the next like big release. So, All right. We'll see if that hits Steam or not. Uh, oh, this Bethesda stuff. Uh, the um, the uh, uh, Doom stuff. This um, I don't like any of this. No. No, Bethesda has responded to the Mick Gordon allegations of impropriety from a couple weeks ago. And basically have been like, nah. Mm. In kind of a heavy-handed way. Kind of heavy. I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys. I like, saw the no tap thing. Yes. No, no. I, I was going to say, I don't know if you kept up with the, like the backlash to that stuff. The response, like the entire doom subreddit has just been like completely subsumed by this drama. You like, know, I tried to go to the doom. I, I got sidetracked. I was going to go check the Reddit. It's uh, it's, it's, bad. it's just like full of people saying like I I will never buy another id software game until you fix this like justice for Mick just like oh man damn pretty hardcore stuff anyway can, can you re- can you um for folks maybe that haven't kept up can you kind of quickly sum up the top line the issue here I, yeah. I I can't really because I barely can keep it all straight but like the 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 gist is that the gist is that that collector's edition soundtrack was delivered in a state that the fan base could considered kind of unacceptable and it basically went and threw Mick Gordon, the composer under the bus and he didn't speak on it at all for like a very long time until two weeks ago when he came out with this 14,000 word opus. Right. Okay. Full of email, like emails and all kinds of other communications and just basically said like, yeah, they, completely dicked me around and tried to pay me off to be quiet about it and then went and blamed me in public and generally treated me like shit. Uh, it's pretty scathing stuff. Anyway, this Bethesda statement is just like, no, nah. Like, and we stand behind, like, you know. Like, they, yes, mischaracterized and misrepresented, quote-unquote, uh, the Bethesda parties involved, quote, with a one-sided and unjust account of an irreparable professional relationship, uh, we unequivocally support, uh, you know, the people involved at his software. Quote, we reject the distortion of the truth and selective presentation of incomplete facts in sneer quotes. Mm-hmm. Like the word facts in sneer quotes is yeah. just like, man. Uh, uh, so, so the thing that stood out to me in this story was they go on to say, I'm paraphrasing, but they go on to say, we have, <laughs> I'll use their, they'll steal their sneer quotes. We have our own facts and documents that we will present it's, in the proper venue. It, yeah, I mean that that line is that's like the operative line that almost that basically comes off like a legal threat to me yeah, almost. Yes. We stand ready with full and complete documented evidence to disclose in an appropriate venue as needed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by venue do you mean a courtroom by chance? Yeah, you know, the other thing that so yeah, that was definitely the like you want to go to court? We'll go Right. Okay. Yes. Um Yes. The um, which I'm sure McGordon versus the uh, Microsoft law team is you know. well, that's weird because, like, you know, we're not 
I would I would say we're not far enough into the Microsoft ownership of Bethesda for like you know the the whatever Bethesda culture existed is probably still mostly intact mm. in terms of like policies for dealing with the stuff and like et cetera et cetera. So you don't think it funnels up to a like a Microsoft lawyer? I w- I mean I would think at some point somebody at Microsoft is looking at this and they're probably um, like, just settle it. What are you doing? Just yeah, settle. We don't go to court. Settle well, this. A, a lot of the stuff he like like like. It, it seemed like his biggest request to them was to take down that post that they originally put up that threw him under the bus for this whole thing. And they, to hear him tell it, they kept going back to what basically made it sound like they felt like they would lose face to mm. take down something they had already said publicly and that they just did not want to do that. So settling this, I mean, obviously you can settle with undisclosed terms. Right. But mm-hmm. even 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 settling it at all is going to be some admission of some un- wrongdoing at some at some point, right? Well, yeah, but like I, I don't know. I, I we're getting different sides of this story. I thought the what I could get through of the Mick Gordon stuff seemed extremely detailed, and you know it was backed up by stuff that is hard to refute. You know because it's in somebody else's words. It, it is in the person he is accusing's words right so some of that stuff is is a little tough on the bethesda side you know they're clearly like this is not this is not true and you know whatever and you know we we stand by our people which i you know i get you want to stand by your your people i don't love that they're both sides are claiming fans are harassing them that is obviously but i also don't love that we're at a point now where everybody has to call out people that are getting harassed to like, even if you are at fault, you shouldn't get harassed, but I don't, I don't like the part where as part of your public statement, you're saying, and we've been harassed too. And fans are coming after us. And that's up. We do. We need to, as a society to get past this part and just say, yes, it is understandably not okay to harass online. Anybody for this stuff. It's the same, not the same thing, but it's a similar thing with like Nintendo shouldn't have to say, we won't repair your console. If we, if we're harassing us and like, I shouldn't have to, if I think Bethesda's in the wrong here, or, uh, um, I shouldn't have to feel bad that, you know, um, you know, your, your team is getting harassed. Don't harass these people. Like you can boycott the game without personally attacking people or, 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 or do with that stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know that stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't like anything about this. It's um, it's, yeah. It's it's like a dark tale. It's uh, it's, yeah. It, yeah. It seems. I mean, if if it is as he claims, then that extremely sucks for him as a professional. Yeah. For for his for his career. Um. But yeah, that statement sure does sort of read like okay, fine, sue us, like like did, bring it. So did you um did you dip back in after this came out enough in any of those communities to see if people are like swaying back the other side or, or, or only as of about 90 seconds ago. Okay. I'm looking at the doom subreddit right now and I'm not seeing a whole lot of talk about it still. All right. I, I when, just, I don't think there's anything in that Bethesda statement that really does anything to actually undercut the, the various receipts that Mick Gordon put out there. So yeah, yeah like in, in the, in the public opinion, like they yes. like legally, I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes, but if I look at this as a fan of the Doom series or as a fan of Bethesda or as a fan of video games, I, I, I'm with you, Alex. I think it's like, um, it comes off as a little gigantic company just saying, sue us. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, especially considering, you know, like we talked about it last time, but like part of what he's claiming is that they used a bunch of his work that they didn't pay him for. Right. Yeah. So like he he claims to be owed a, a substantial amount of money. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we'll see where this goes. Like, yeah, like I said, that like that I'm also not to base everything on the reaction of a fan subreddit, but like the day that the day the Bethesda statement came out, it was nothing but people just like saying like, well, fuck this company. I'm never buying one of your games again. And now I don't see a whole lot of discussion there. So mm. who knows where this will go, if anywhere. Yeah. If anywhere, I. People should get paid for their work. Obviously. And don't, and don't and the people listening to this are not the people doing it, but like we got to get past this part where the reaction is to personally harass people or to uh, go after people personally. If you're a fan for stuff like we just yeah. that that stuff just needs to obviously stop. Uh, yes. OK, and what would a, what right. would a next lender podcast be without checking in on Embracer? Latest, latest news from the Embracer verse uh-huh. here. Uh, this is very minor, but Dead Island 2 has been delayed again. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, it's only about three months. And they showed enough of that game recently. (laughs) When was that? I forget which stream that was on. Uh. One of, one of the, one of the press conference streams this year showed a Gamescom. It was a Keeley thing, I'm pretty sure. I believe, I believe it was Gamescom, yes. Like, that looked like a real video game. Like, that was clearly, okay, this game is functional and exists and will come out at some point. Uh, so... With that piece of evidence, like this is like whatever. Okay, yes, I'm sure they need some more time to get it over the finish line, but it's mostly notable because, damn, man, damn, man, like it's how long that, they announced that game in 2014. We've seen worse. Doesn't hold the record yet, but that's getting no, up there. No, but it's also changed developers twice. Mm. Yeah, remember, it is undoubtedly a completely different thing from the thing they started out with. Yeah, it's it's on its third studio and it's been in development for seven years. So any whatever's happening with it at this point is like, hmm. <laughs> um, but I, yes, I I assume that that will come out relatively smoothly. I'm still optimistic about that game. Good. Uh, I I I love the first Dead Island, <laughs> and I know that Dying Light is the real. Dead Island 2, no offense to these developers, but Dying Light 2 was like not quite there for me. It's not bad. I I, I like that game, but I'd, I'd still like to see another take on this type of game. Um, what, what, We got another story here, though, in the Embracerverse. Uh, Volition. Developers of Saints Row, perhaps you've heard of it. I have. I have. I uh, have. Vol- I have. Uh, Volition is being reorged under Gearbox. Which is under, with, just so people which know. Which is its own again, entity, but within the Embracer. The Embracer. Yeah, they're all Embracer, yeah. but I mean, Volition has been part of Coke Media for quite a long time, or Play On now. Excuse yes, thank me. Thank you, thank you. Now we, can, now we can all free ourselves of the eternal argument about how to pronounce Coke. <sighs> and instead, all talk about how dumb the name Play On is. Play On. Plum. Um it's not clear from what they said about this, which was not a ton about what their role is going to be going forward. Like they're, they're being reorganized to be under whatever division is led by gearbox now, rather than play on. Mm-hmm. But it, it, going forward, volition will transition to become part of gearbox, which has all the tools, including an experienced management team in the U S to create future success at volition. Mm-hmm. 
create future success at Volition. Yes. Maybe is, they felt like the, the production didn't go like as well as it time. should have. Well, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, for sure. I mean, they actually, I mean, they've said like that that game actually met their financial targets. Mm. I think it's more just the, I mean, whatever, I'm sure whether it made money or not, they can recognize damage to a brand as well as anyone. Like, this did not do the Saints Row name any favors, and Saints Row is inarguably the most valuable thing that Volition had. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, even even if, like, maybe they have low expectations for it to begin with, but even if it made the money they thought it would make, like, it's clear that another Saints Row is not going to happen in the current environment. Right, right. Um, they can't so, kick off a franchise like that. Yeah, and, you know, Volition is, Volition is a U.S. studio, and Play On is based in Europe. So, like, they're not wrong that maybe having the U.S. studio under U.S. management is not the worst thing. But create future success at Volition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, anytime any corporate messaging uses the term success, my skin crawls a little bit. I don't know. Like, are they going to still make their own games, or are they going to support other Embracer studios now? I don't know. Or, or may, you know... We we don't know, but we've seen corporate shakeups with big units before. Maybe they will retain some of its autonomy, but be accountable to some of the management at Gearbox in terms of like if Gearbox says no, they now have to listen to or somebody in the, that org. I I'm just gonna say that's either one of those is fairly cold comfort because. I'm just going to say right now, nothing would ever feel good to me about the idea of a thing I was working on being reorganized under current Gearbox management. Like, I just, I don't, like, Gearbox obviously still is an entity that makes games that make money, Hmm. but it's, that company has seemed not the most organized and maybe a little too beholden to one very showy uh, president, CEO type, Uh, and I just, I if I was being shoved underneath that company, I don't know that I would feel great about it. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, apparently, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands overperformed expectations. So. That's again, their games make money, and that's the thing. I, I'm not saying that there's no business case for it. I'm just saying that directionally, I, that well, is I, not where I would want to end up. I am. I am with you. I'm just thinking like a suit. You know, like that's that's the reason yes. that, that yeah. they are getting a troubled studio is that they they are making more money than expected, and that's all it takes. I mean, and also, they're, the they're, the money, they're a studio making more money than it, it is expected that also makes games that are quote-unquote funny. <laughs> Self-proclaimed funny? Well, yeah. I mean, look, look, people like them, and that's yeah, the thing, yeah. is that they no, are no, making no. games that are not outside the wheelhouse of what Volition has been making in the recent years. Uh, uh, let me let me put this out there for, for you, as maybe not... You guys might be totally right, and I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate, but what if what if there are employees at Volition that are like, we worked super hard on this and it was mismanaged from the upper parts of Volition and we would like to have those people have oversight. Like we, we worked extremely hard on this. We, we threw ourselves into it. The upper management dropped the ball on this in terms of planning or production or whatever it was. They could use help and I right. would like to still work for Volition, but there needs to be oversight there. Um, for, for them it, 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 maybe that's a case or maybe this is a slap on the wrist for everybody i don't know but um uh, either way either way it's it's probably not volition clearly is being um reprimanded is not the right word but you know given oversight you know they yes you know saints row saints row was a tough one uh i don't, I don't know what the state of it is now it, uh, they're it, still working on it i mean they've said 
I mean, there's DLC coming, I think some free DLC. I don't know if that's a make good or if it was always going to be free, but there's definitely more stuff coming next year. And also I think they still are in fixing mode. Hmm. Like they're still trying to fix bugs and clean up interface stuff and so forth. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, like I might not, I don't enjoy the borderlands franchise as much as some people do, but those games seem to come out in a fairly complete state, right? I, I don't, I don't try They're not them. broken. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, I can't think of a Borderlands release that's had major issues. So maybe something in there. Also, they probably have more budget. They probably have more teams. They probably have a lot more leeway in, in setting their release date. I We're not in there. I don't know. I'm just speculating at this point. What's up with the Borderlands movie? I thought that was wasn't that supposed to be out by now. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't know if they ever actually set a date for that. Yeah, but like I think looking, it's supposed to be next year now. Looking, looking at the Wikipedia, you're right. There is no date, and like, isn't that pretty atypical for movies? Like, don't movies really like usually announce their release dates like right up front? I mean, they could be doing reshoots and post production. It's hard to say, but we haven't I, gotten any more videos from the set. True. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, they apparently showed some like footage at CinemaCon this year, but none of that got released to the public. So I have no idea what's going on with that thing. I'm sorry, CinemaCon. Yeah, CinemaCon that sounds like a fake. That sounds like a fake con name. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I am also saying that uh, it's still a thing. CinemaCon sounds like a place you'd go for delicious baked goods, like sure, cin- like um, like a um, Cinnabon or something like that. I want a CinemaCon, CinnamonCon. Yes, yeah, so CinnamonCon is is a conference that I will happily. Yeah, that sounds delicious to me. All right, I think that's going to do it for today's show, or at least for the news. Anybody else have any news that they want to share from the video game world? I'm no. sure by the time that um, this goes up, something else will have been embraced. Somebody else will have allegedly. Uh, um, scammed a company, and there will be an internet uh, disagreement happening. I started to say, let's we could take a look at Elon Musk's Twitter and see if anything's going on, but I Please. took one look at the, at the trending topics, and in fact, I'm going to close this window. Correct. Do it! We should uh, state that we are recording this on Tuesday, so if news breaks um, during uh, Wednesday or Thursday, that is huge. We are not actively <laughs> ignoring it. Uh, it just happened after we recorded after the yep. mics were turned off. Nothing I can do about that folks, but there is something you could do and it support us. You can go over to patreoncom slash next lander and find a tier there. That is right for you. They have uh starting at $5, all sorts of fun stuff up there on the uh, next tier up the $10 tier. You can get never been a better podcast. You can get early access to the watch cast. If you want to stay right on the cutting edge of start or right on the phaser's edge of start. Oh, that's Trek. pretty good. Yeah. The phaser's edge. You like that? Yeah. Wait, I like that. We, why did we name that? Why did we name the podcast? The phaser's edge. Oh, well, because it's not just more a Star, Star Trek, Trek. Podcast. Yeah, That's true. Don't please don't steal the phaser's edge. It's just probably something. This is a series. We can we'll do. find a way to monetize that. It sounds great. I'm sure somebody else has had to have the phaser's edge. Anyway, that's the kind of uh, creative, uh, spontaneous bebop, and you can support by going mm-hmm. over to patreon.com slash nextlander, and thanks to everybody who has supported us over the years. The S in parentheses there. Um, there is a tier there on the Patreon called the Mysterious Benefactor tier, and you get your name read on this here podcast and i'm gonna read those names right now big inhale starting with john richardson vornak 
Vinny's Giant Booga Boogas, Kelly F, James Smith, Brian Lucier, Sky Warp, John Hubbard, Sean Miller, Brad's Midsize Hoodoo Voodoo, Evan Cook, Mark Wilhelm, JM, Jerry Lee, Gary Pejke, Robert Fisher, John McInnes, Bunny is thankful for... Ellipsis. Thomas Lynn, Jad Rita, Statics, Andrew Jackson, Raz Grizz Twerky Day. Okay. Twerky Day, not twerky. Twerky Day. Twerky. Brian Murphy, Trevor and Adrian R., Kevin Velado, Randy Duax, Andrew Teepkin, Alex Wu, It's Me JP, Matt Clements Jr., Edward Cheek, Andrew Slosky, Michael Jonathan Black, Steve Lynn, Matthew Herrig, David Campos, and Tyler Treese. Those are our mysterious benefactors for this week. And thanks again to everyone who has supported us. Again, if you're listening and want to go over to patreon.com slash nextlander, you can find a tier there and support us there as well if you'd like. If you'd like. If you'd I'm like. Thank- I'm thankful for everyone who has listened, watched, and supported us. I really am. Yeah. That's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, just a programming announcement. We will not be streaming on Thursday and Friday. I know. I know. What yeah. are you going to do? I know. I get it. But find a way. I suggest maybe go watch some of the Extra Life stuff that we did. There's six hours of that. Or you can go tune into the Dark Pictures stuff we did on Friday with Abby. That was a lot of fun. You can go check oh, that out. We didn't even talk about that game. I we didn't sick. talk about that I, game. I wanted to hear if it was any good or not. I enjoyed it. I think it's a it's a fun little setup there. It's like a murder hotel. Uh, okay, I was gonna I was gonna ask what kind of horror we were talking. Just murder haunted house, hotel, haunted haunted hotel. It starts maybe even a little bit more gruesome. I don't like knife horror. It's more serial killery than ghost. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A little more saw than I'm used to. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, in the murder hotel. I guess it's a real hotel. Somebody like posted uh, uh pictures and like uh schematics of this place. So, um, we did not get to our first. Uh, in-game character death yet but i've got some but we had a lot of fun trying to make uh one of the characters seem like the biggest jerk in the world even though they're pretty characterized as a jerk go check that out did you did you see around the same time you were streaming that 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 some confirmation dropped about their next game being in space no 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 oh yeah like i, I don't i'm, I'm space not horror like a trailer maybe went out mistakenly i'm so, not sure it's so the they dark, do the, it's the dark pictures directive 80 20 so they do at the end of the game usually have the trailer for the next one so maybe oh, maybe it's tacked I, okay. on to the end of it uh, i bet that's what it is somebody mined it from or just finished it very quickly yeah that's what yeah, yeah that's what i mean it looks like it looks like it got copyright struck by bandai namco of course mm. so maybe they didn't want that out there but yes it seems like dude space horror yes I'm all about it Totally. Supermassive doing space horror sounds pretty good. Give me that Event Horizon bullshit. I'm all about it. I'm just glad that they keep going with this anthology. I thought uh, I thought they'd be done after one or two, but uh, if they're doing successful and they're this doing the well. Fourth one, Fourth right? one, yeah. 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 Keep going. Keep going. You did 
You're past three. Now you got to do six. You're doing good. Yeah, maybe getting a little Ish. rough in some some places, but I still enjoy it. They're not all 100% great, but they're the ones that hit hit pretty well. I still enjoy them. So go check those uh that out. Uh the archives are up either on Twitch or on YouTube. You can go watch them there. Uh and hopefully you're enjoying if you're in the United States celebrating Thanksgiving, you're enjoying if you're in Canada, hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Uh if you're not, hopefully you enjoy whatever you got going on wherever you wherever you are. Wherever you're around and wherever you are, I hope you're enjoying it. I enjoyed my wherever time Wherever you here. are, there you are. Enjoying it. Hopefully. Ideally. Ideally. Thank you, you Alex Navarro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the turkey's enjoying it. Uh, thank you, Alex Navarro. Thank you. Thank you, Brad Shoemaker. Thank you. We'll be back next week. <laughs>